I'm Ellie Kincannon. And I'm Runa Morin. And this is The, the Inside, Inside Scoop. Welcome back to our second episode of The Inside Scoop. Following on from our first episode, where we focused on the role of culture in a post-pandemic Ireland, we have the same amazing guests back to tell us their opinions on today's topic, which is, what advice would you give to your 16-year-old self? The advice is incredibly insightful, and we found it very helpful and hope you did too. Our first guest back is Christine Sisk, and this is what she had to say. I mean, I think you don't plan too much because, you know, life lands in places and you just take the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I think my advice to any 16-year-old is whatever you do, do it well. Next up is Sandra Collins. I would say um, be brave. That's my big advice to, to, to everybody really, but especially to young people. So um, give it a go. If there's something you think you would love to do, um, try for it. And you know, um, things I think often don't work out exactly as you think they will, mm-hmm. but um, that can be for the good as well. Yeah. So life is an adventure, um, go for it, um, uh, don't give up, and uh, don't, I suppose, have a really set idea of what the future looks like because it's bound to surprise you and um, I think for me at least some of the best parts of my life have been those surprises and um, and things that I, I didn't think I would be able to do so you know have confidence and give it a go and yeah. you'll be braver and better for it. And our third guest is Lynn Scar. say this in particularly to young women because I think women tend to do this more than men which is don't leave yourself out of an opportunity so for example when I was thinking about going for this job um, I was having a conversation with somebody and I was saying I don't know and it's the right thing to go for at this time and you know this you know I was kind of going through all of these and the person said to me just apply you might not even get an interview you might not even get the job, but don't leave yourself out of the first part of the process. Yeah. And then you can decide again after that. If you get offered an interview, you can decide whether you want to go. Yeah. And if you get offered the job, you can decide whether you want to take it. Yeah. There's steps along the way, but, but if an opportunity arises, don't say straight away, I can't do that. Yeah. Put yourself forward and, and go through the process and in as much as you can. You can always change your mind. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, um, and the reason I said, I think sometimes women tend to second guess themselves a bit more about that kind of thing. They kind of, they maybe sometimes say they've got themselves, they're like, you know, in my case, I had like had myself in the job and was thinking about childcare problems yeah. as opposed to just going for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that would be my advice. Keep yourself, you know, put yourself forward. And if opportunities arise, go for them. I always remember I had this really interesting conversation with this guy who was called Professor Kneebone and was actually a surgeon, which I thought was hilarious, but anyway, and he, I was talking to him, and he had this amazing career, and I was saying, well, how did, how did you, and he said, well, I just, I guess I just always followed opportunities when they arose, and I think that's a really interesting lesson, you know, is, is don't count yourself out of things, so don't, let yourself not kind of put yourself forward don't pigeonhole yourself either very early on i think our formal education system has a tendency to sort of say you are this or you're that and you're not this and you aren't this and you're not that and you're this and you're 
puts you in a little box. And, um, th- and, you know, it's tricky to see, you know, that's the way it needs to work to a certain extent. But I suppose what I would say is that when you're, when you're in that system, it's very hard to imagine yourself anywhere else, right? Because you're like, well, I'm good at, I'm, you know, I'm good at languages, but I'm not, I don't really like business or I'm, I'm this or I'm bad. And you can be quite, you can be quite critical of yourself, I think, at that age in particular. Um, so what I would say is don't, you know, the reality of it is, is, you know, you, you choose to go to college, you choose not to go to, to college onto third level. When you get into third level, you still have choices to make. After third level, you probably are going to do some, probably will do some postgraduate diploma or program or whatever. You have more choices to make. I suppose my, my thing would be always maybe don't narrow your options really early, unless you're just one of those really lucky people who goes, who wakes up in the morning and goes, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a barrister, that's definitely what I, I want to be a doctor, that's definitely what I want to be. I think most people, the, for your undergraduate in some respects, the more options you can give yourself mm-hmm. at that level, you, and particularly if you're not sure, or particularly if you're, you're cursed by being good at lots of things, which is a bit of a curse sometimes, that you give yourself that space to maybe, you know, experiment a little bit and try things because, you know, the university experience can be entirely different. Next up, Maureen Canelli. Take every opportunity going, you know. Yeah. yeah, do all the things that come your way, you know. Don't don't be afraid. Here with more great advice is Sarah Costigan. You're doing okay. I you know I yeah. I, I think it's a slightly cliche one, but um, I think you know obviously I only have the experience of speaking as a young girl, but. Um, a lot of the younger people that we've had come through the museums that we meet on different programs and different things you, you kind of you see the amount of pressure that individuals put on themselves to accomplish everything now to have everything sorted out and to have everything all together and now that I'm that bit older I think one of the most liberating and freeing experiences that I can have is actually having the confidence to turn around once in a while and go you know what? I don't have a clue what's going on. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why. Yeah. I need to talk about this. And actually, you know, having the confidence to put my cards on the table and to think about and to talk about how I'm feeling. So I think, yeah, not letting it sit in my head as much as it used to. That would... Next up is Simon O'Connor. I tell my 16-year-old self that that you're on the right track mm-hmm. um, because I would have always felt when I was a, you know, I would have always felt like, um, I suppose, like a bit of an outsider in terms mm-hmm. of my interests, you know, like I was in like punk rock bands and stuff when I was a teenager and, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, you know, and I was really into art and I was the nerd and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, super into kind of reading and all this stuff. And I think when you're younger at that age, you can feel you can feel actually quite isolated and like, you know, you, you, you might make a small group of friends, but you feel like, oh, that's not what the world is like. Yeah. Whereas in actual fact, you know, the older you get, the more you realise that it's, um, that all of the kind of really interesting change in the world in general comes from the outside. Do you know, it's not coming from the centre, the centre's kind of maintaining it. Um, but all the interesting ideas, all the people who kind of 
drive things passionately. Like, I mean, you know, you meet them all later in life and they're all the same. They're all like outsiders. Yeah. So I kind of say like, don't worry about it. We also asked Simon to give some advice on young people choosing a path. Say you should be open to as many experiences as possible. Um, you know, there's a thing that a lot of parents do when they have kids where they kind of throw their, they throw their kids into all different kinds of sports to see what's going to, or, or all different kinds of activities to see what they're going to like. And they never just assume you're going to love piano or mm-hmm. you're going to love hockey or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it often surprises parents then what their kids do, like if they have enough opportunity. Uh, and I think as adults, we often don't give ourselves enough opportunity and we don't kind of take risks and say, do you know what, I'm going to take that job and, you know, it's a salary drop or the pay is really bad, but I'm really interested in it and who knows where it'll lead. Like, I mean, yeah. you never know where things are going to lead. That's, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, like, you need to have a plan, yeah. but you need to plan for the plan to be turned upside down. Yeah. Back with more inside is Michael O'Reilly. I would say, trust your own instincts a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be so bound by convention and um, yeah trust your trust yourself to make an impact in whatever area you choose I mean the impact may be minor you know we know some some people make a huge impact most of us make very little impact really uh, but yeah to trust myself more mm-hmm. and to follow to follow my own instincts about what I should and to take part you know to get engaged don't sit on the couch, get engaged. I have a very good friend, um, he's a Jesuit priest in a Caribbean country. He runs projects for extreme poverty, you know, kids who are abandoned in dumps in developing really poor countries and looks after them. It's a big organization now, it's like hundreds and hundreds of people. But he said to me a long time ago, and he was deadly serious, um, I'll tell you a second thing you said to me, but this one first, because it always stayed with me. He said, always remember, Mike, comfort is death. In other words, if you're too comfortable, you're not really alive. You're not, you're not in the game. You're not engaged in anything. So if you're comfortable, you're in trouble. You're heading towards non-existence. That's what he meant. Yeah. Uh, and that always struck me. Michael also offered some advice on how to choose what path to go down. If you were to give advice to people nowadays, like in today's society, just advice on how to like approach life and especially with so and much opportunity. What, yeah. what would you say? Young people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think try to avoid pressure. I mean, the whole secondary education system is so pressurized. And it's got worse since my day, considerably worse. Um, and there, so there is a feeling from the age of 15 that, um, boy, you've really got to knuckle down because your whole life depends on the next few years. Yeah. And it really and truly doesn't. It's just mm. not true. Uh, so the pressure comes not from yourself. It comes to some degree from parents, expectations. Um, not your parents, I'm sure, but parents generally, because they're worried, they're fearful for their kids. Uh, schools, but there's a whole system out there, and people are very, everywhere, are very vulnerable to those kind of pressures and expectations, and the fear of failure if you don't measure up. Um, and you're pressurized into doing all of these things that really don't teach you very much or don't advance your 
knowledge of how to live in the world very much. So what would my advice be? Um, well, you know, do the work, do the best you can with the subjects that you like. Um, enjoy yourself. Pick the things you like and really do them thoroughly. And um, don't worry so much, you know, there are so many possible options out there. Take your time to decide. You can't decide at the age of 16 what your future is going to be. Um, you really have to get out into the world and have a look. But at the same time, it's very difficult because you don't want to fall behind. You want to have the opportunities, you know, and if you don't do the basics, the world won't give you the opportunities to go out and look. So, you know, you've got to get that first job or you've got to get into university to do a good degree. Um, so it's, it's hard, but I would try to work for your own enjoyment and try to get a broader sense of who you are and what you are rather than what you want to be. Well, that concludes the second episode of the podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. And once again, thank you to all these amazing individuals who were so generous with their time and advice. We hope you enjoyed getting the Inside Scoop. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.